Good morning. It's Tuesday, October 31st. Halloween. Spooky. And now the news. Let's start with the Israel-Hamas war, where Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has, unsurprisingly, rejected calls for a ceasefire, noting that while the Bible says there is time for peace, quote, now is a time for war, which um, doesn't feel super comforting, you know? While Hamas says that Israeli defense forces were only able to enter Gaza in limited areas, the Israeli military says that they have killed four prominent Hamas operatives with its expanded ground operations. And of course, there's the overall humanitarian crisis, with the United Nations reporting that a total of 26 aid trucks entered Gaza on Monday, while thousands of Palestinians are taking basic items, like flour and hygienic supplies, from warehouses. And according to UNICEF, about 55% of Gaza's water infrastructure is in need of repair, while the chief of UNICEF says that the situation is on the verge of, quote, becoming a catastrophe. So that's how things are going there. Down in Texas, a federal judge has blocked the Biden administration from removing the razor wire that Greg Abbott put up along the U.S.-Mexico border. Why is the Biden administration trying to get rid of it? Well, first of all, it's bad. But also, U.S. Border Patrol agents have said that sometimes they need to cut the wire in order to save the lives of migrants who are drowning or dying of dehydration. To which Abbott said, okay, but like, what? what? Why are you cutting my wire? Texas sued to stop the agents from cutting the wire by arguing, are you ready for this? They argued that they have to stop saving people's lives because the wire belongs to Texas. And on Monday, a federal judge's ruling supported that. Imagine working your whole life to get through college, law school, passing the bar, meeting people, meeting strangers, having life experiences, doing all of that just to rule that the ownership of wire is more important than saving someone's life. In an effort to be one of the cool kids, and also, you know, on the right side of things, GM has joined Stellantis and Ford as the final company to reach a tentative agreement with striking auto workers. Unions win. Strikes work. Good job. And now, fun constitutional lesson time with me, Kim, someone who owns multiple copies of the book. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution says the following, quote, No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state, to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each House, remove such disability. 
And no, I didn't have it memorized. Just almost a lot of it, a fair amount of it. The general gist for sure. It was ratified to prevent Civil War insurrectionists and their little buddies from holding office in that same government that they just said they don't believe in, which is fair. This is a good section of a good amendment. So there's that. As a reminder, a couple 153 years later, there was a literal insurrection again as a bunch of Trump supporters at the organizing, likely funding, and definitely behest of Donald Trump who was at that time the literal president of the United States, ran on up to the Capitol building and were like, we like Trump more. We have never wanted to deal with our feelings appropriately. So now we're here and mad. As always, nailed the impression. Well, on Monday, a suit to prevent Trump from appearing on the ballot in Colorado to be president again began. What is expected to be a week-long case was brought forward by four Republicans and two unaffiliated voters and is the first of its kind when it comes to Trump. It argues that he violated the 14th Amendment when he, quote, dishonestly and unlawfully tried to overturn the 2020 election results through multiple avenues. When that failed, he summoned tens of thousands of enraged supporters for a, quote, wild protest in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. And on Thursday, the Minnesota Supreme Court will hear that same argument. Now, to be honest, it's a long shot for sure, but you know what? On January 6th, 2021, we all saw a man turn a violent mob against our nation's capital because he did not like the results of our free and fair election. Get caught trying. And that's it. That's the news. Hey, you know what? I like candy corn. That's right. A lot of people don't. It's controversial, but um, I'm not afraid to say it. I like it. And I like the pumpkins, too. You know what? I think I like the pumpkins more, but more than that, because you are also excellent, but not controversial. I'm proud of you.